Rizzle by William Stagg, illustrated by Quentin Blake. Rizzle the witch was busy biting her nails. Beatrice, she said, I'm bored stiff. Well, you've been perched in the same spot for so long this place is starting to stink, said the parrot. Now, go and make somebody suffer. But who? said Wizzle. And where? Frimp Farm, yapped Beatrice. It's a frimpy family, all right. There's DeWitt Frimp, Fred Frimp, and Fred's wife, Florence Frimp. Wizzle took her parrot's advice, turned herself into a common housefly, and zizzed on over to Frimp Farm to check it out incognito. Snoozing and snoring with a fly swatter in his fist was DeWitt Frimp. He detested every breed of fly, especially Musca domestica. And since he wasn't up to milking cows anymore, he had plenty of time for swatting. Whizzle landed on his bald head and acting like a genuine fly, she sallied down his nose, crossed his cheek and tickled his ear with her tiny feet. DeWitt sprang up, swishing his swatter wherever he could swish it, three times, missing the witch by only a hair. Resolved on revenge, Whizzle zoomed out the window, determined to cook up a really nasty plan. Whizzle, she said to herself, that bald-headed fuddy-duddy with his crazy swatter darn near did me in. He'll get what he deserves, all right, and double quick. Once she got home, Whizzle hurled her body onto her bed and stared at the ceiling as if she dared it to try staring back. Suddenly, she got up and began pacing the floor in her snakeskin slippers. Beatrice, said the witch, listen, that old fogey keeps his swatter in his left hand, so he's a lefty. I'm going to turn myself into a left-handed work glove and make sure he wears me constantly. Then I'll give him the works. That's the way, Whizzle! Beatrix squawked. Make him sizzle! Before sunrise the next day, Whizzle was down near the frimp mailbox, skulking in the bushes. When the sun showed up, so did DeWitt a fly swatter in his left hand and a letter in his right. Presto! What had been a witch became a glove. After posting his letter, DeWitt found it. Frimp, my man, it's your lucky day, he exclaimed, and he traipsed back home, pleased with his lucky find. DeWitt took to wearing his new glove all the time, except when he washed or shaved, or had to wind his watch, or pick his nose. He wore it at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, as if that was normal behaviour. Whizzle gave him time to get used to her, but then she got busy, and DeWitt soon found himself losing his war on the flies. He'd swing, and he'd swat, and he'd hear the swatter swoosh, but Whizzle just jerked his arm a tad to this side, or a tad to that side. Missed! Again! This 
made DeWitt dippy sometimes. He'd let out a war cry and chase the little devils all over the house, hitting everything in sight, except flies. Are you all right, Dad? Florence Frimp finally asked. I'm fine as wine, DeWitt lied. Rubbish, said Fred Frimp. You've been acting nutty ever since you found that glove. Nutty? If anyone around here's nutty, it's you. Anyway, I won't stop wearing it. Please, Dad, said Florence. Just take it off for one day and see what happens. No way. And that's that, he said. But they kept pestering him until the witch lost patience and decided to teach Fred and Florence to mind their own business. She began by giving them unbearable itches in unexpected places, and the harder they scratched, the more they itched. At dinner that night, she made their meatballs explode and their water spurt up like fountains. And in the morning, she made the whole house tremble and shake so that the boards it was built with cried for help. Making his sad way over the bridge that afternoon, having witnessed the weird things that were happening, DeWitt finally saw the light. Fred and Florence must be right. The glove had to be the culprit. He wrenched it from his wrist and flung it into the river. Rizzle, the glove, began squirming and stretching and right there in the water began turning into the hateful hag she had always been. And oh, how Whizzle hated getting wet. She hadn't had a bath since she was a helpless baby, and all she'd ever washed since then were her two horrid hands. She thrashed, gurgled, sputtered and spat, and then she started to sink. DeWitt stared in disbelief, but repulsive as Whizzle was, DeWitt couldn't bear to see a fellow creature drowning. He dived right in and holding the disgusting witch in his arms, he started towing her ashore. Halfway there, he was startled to see that this witch, instead of looking sinister, was blushing, blushing and smiling with gratitude into his wide open eyes. Whizzle had been so thoroughly cleansed by the crystal clear water that all her vicious nastiness was whirled away downstream. Instead of running for his life as soon as they hit the water bank, DeWitt found himself hugging a surprisingly sweet old lady. Needless to say, Whizzle and DeWitt fell completely in love and wound up an old married couple who stayed together on the farm. Whizzle was never bored again. Sometimes she and DeWitt even played cards with Fred and Florence and Beatrice would help at their games. I guess I'll have to stay here with these humdrum humans, the parrot thought. This'll be interesting. <laughs>